0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. All right. Thank you, Lucius. A lot of news developing here in the last 15 minutes. We'll get to Krusty's Corner in less than sixty seconds. Seconds. Christian Wood, thumb injury, fractured thumb could uh, be reevaluated in a week. Zeke on Marr, we got faith in him. We're not going to turn our back on him. Last week, we didn't really need him, but this week, we probably will. So get that bleep together, said Zeke. Uh, Dak, I'm a Money Marr fan. Uh, has not lost any confidence in him. I think he'll get back to himself this week, as he has done here in practice today. I trust that guy all the way through. He was he, he was five for five, I think, on all of his kicks today, or maybe six for six. Yeah, six for six. And Mike, uh, on uh, if the Cowboys have faced a team with as much firepower as the Niners, no, but I don't think they face anyone like us this year either. Um, I think we're pretty hard to stop ourselves. So that is the Cowboys quotables. His practice for the afternoon has wrapped up. It's time now for Krusty's Corner. Here's former Cowboy scout brought us.
2: Thank you very much, General. Appreciate all those updates for sure. Okay, uh, as we uh, make our way to this game this weekend, I'm continually asking friends around the league, coaches, scouts, you know, guys and gals that I know that – you know, played the 49ers and kind of have an understanding of how they prepared. I had a coach get back to me uh, this afternoon before the show. And so I know yesterday I, I walked you through some notes of a couple of guys, and here's another coach that got back with me. So I'll tell you what uh, he said about playing. And a little bit different. There's some parallels, but there's some other things that you kind of need to think about here when you play these guys. Are,
1: are there teams that you would not share info on? Like, is this a wide open book? When guys around the league are calling, getting ready for a big playoff game?
2: I these are these are guys that I, uh, I, I think a lot of it is because of my relationships. You yeah. Know, that how long ago I, I was in the league, you know. And listen, it, it's it. I, I'm really fortunate to have a lot of these guys and gals that still are like, yeah. What do you need? You know. I mean, yeah. they're they're calling me back and like I'm like, hey, listen, I'm trying to do. A, I'm trying to kind of get an idea. I mean, I'm watching the tape and I'm talking them through what I'm seeing. And they're like, yeah, but, and think about it this way, you Mm. know? So I I just appreciate, freaking awesome, and and, and I, and I, again, this platform allows me to bring this to you guys. And I hope it gives you a little bit more of an understanding. I'm not trying to sway you one way or another about if you're going to win or lose this game. I'm just trying to give you an idea of how people view in the league when they play this team, how they, cause it's a difficult, it's a difficult team to deal with. It really, really is. But they do have some holes in some certain areas and, uh, my coach here uh, was pointing this out to me. He says, "Listen," he says, "like we heard yesterday, the first thing he says it, it's it there's not a whole lot to it, meaning it's not a dynamic or one of these uh, exotic type of defenses to play." They were talking about it's. The, he goes, "The key is you just got to block their front," and he says, "It's you know it, it's not easy." He says, "But if you control their front." it'll force them to blitz. And he says they don't want to blitz because that puts their coverage in man-to-man coverage and they don't want to play man-to-man. And I'm like, "Okay, that's cool." So like all of a sudden, they're rushing 4, you're blocking it. Rushing 4, you're blocking it. Rushing 4, you're blocking it. And then all of a sudden now they bring pressure. Then they're then they're they're admitting that you're killing them. Throwing the football
1: and last year when we left off a lot of teams were rushing for getting to your quarterback right. and stopping your run yeah and it yeah. was just impossible yeah but now we feel like things have improved
2: bit, a little bit better especially if you got a guy's like you know with Pollard the way yeah. he's able to help in some blitz pickup stuff if you have to dump him the ball you sure. know that's something that this coach is going to talk about here a little bit later but his big thing was if you could control the front he says if you could get them to play man-to-man coverage on the, on you you can make plays.
1: Speaking of controlling a front, sometimes it feels like this team will never be able to block somebody. Is It's amazing how for three hours you can have an off day. Right. And you can come back and play that same team and whip their ass. You see that in yeah. divisional games a lot of it is, times. It
2: is strange. It is. And maybe, maybe you, get, you go out of those games the first time you played somebody. And that's why I give uh, I give the uh, the Giants a little bit of a chance this weekend against the Eagles. They looked awful the first time they played him, and then the second time the Giants weren't really playing for anything, and they six point game. And Figured now some things out over time. Doing some things out over time. So and their yeah. passers looked great against Minnesota. Absolutely. Okay. Um, this coach said something that we've talked about the coaches yesterday and what we talked about. Hafunga, the the safety. This guy said, "Listen, he's stiff. He can't run. He can't move. But he's smart." He's, he says these two safeties are smart. He's talking about Hafunga and Gibson, but he says if you can match somebody up on him, and he's talking about Hafunga. He says that is your best avenue for getting the ball down the field. I'm like, okay, cool. That could be Dalton Schultz. Sure, how they treat Dalton Schultz? Do they cover him with a linebacker? Do they cover him with one of these safeties? But he said both these safeties. He said the one safety is a stiff guy, can't move, can't run. So. Keep an eye on that on that one, maybe a matchup. He said another one you need to attack is the nickelback Jimmy Ward. Mm. He says Jimmy Ward, he goes, he goes, Jimmy Ward has to win early or he's gonna get beat. And when he means win early, he's gonna have to win at the line of scrimmage with the press when he gets up on you, you know, in the in the slot and and holds you at the line and then but he says this guy's not very smart. And he means football smart. He didn't say he's book smart or anything like that it's football smart he says but if you win early he has to win early but if you beat him you could fool him with some things too that's hot with some routes so you know that plays a lot that's a lot yeah that's the nickel that's the nickel yeah. slot jimmy ward number one cd
1: lamb's gonna have yeah. a day on that guy exactly
2: he says that's okay. crazy that's
1: a big name too right he was premium yeah. draft pick
2: exactly exactly he said all right he goes this you have to be really disciplined to play these guys in the passing game and he says because what they want to do is they want to rush up the field. No lane integrity here. They want to get up the field. He mentioned what Gavin, what you talk about, running quarterback. Yep, running quarterback. So all of a sudden it's four man rush up the field. They're not in any lanes. They're kind of just trying to get to the the, the quarterback. Things open up. You take advantage of that. Yeah. So don't for Dak. Don't be afraid to if you see that lane, just go ahead and take the run. Get to six, seven, eight. 10 yards, whatever you need to get right there. That's a huge
1: reason to have confidence more so than last year because Dak is physically capable and mentally capable of doing that a lot more this year than last year. Absolutely. You got to take those yards. Yeah. Last year he wasn't running. Yeah. Whether it was the calf or whatever it was. And and in that game where the Raiders put up a bunch of points, I mean, Stidham, seven carries, 34 yards. Yeah. I mean, that just something something just doesn't have to be crazy.
2: Yeah. Okay, he says. He says. He goes. I know Dallas's offense. He goes. The the, the toss crack is good for them. That's a big play. He says. What you have to do is move your Y around. Which the Y is the tight end. Okay. He says. Move your Y around to create bubbles in the running game. So if you move him to one side, run the other way because you're creating a bubble with the line and the linebacker, and not putting a guy on the line standing over the tight end. So that I means that. Yeah. run, run away, but find create bubbles by they'll they'll dictate strength by wherever the tight end's sitting. Okay, yeah. so what you do is you set a tight end to one side, run to the bubble on the other side, is how you create opportunity.
1: I think it's a trap sometimes if you don't have super strong blocking tight ends to think you're going to run behind them against yeah. a good linebacker.
2: Yeah, but, but like I say, if they're really worried about Schultz, move him around. Yeah, to in order to kind of get people yep. away okay another thing they're thinking about here is too he, they, they, he says slip screens are really good now slip screens are the backs that just kind of leak leak out you know little, little get out in the flat and you throw them the ball he's i said dallas hasn't run a screen play forever he says i do know dallas can run draws yes he says and he goes and he goes the draws are good against this team in the running game because you invite them up the field you know, you block, you invite him up the field, turn on him, and then hand the ball off inside. So he says, if you can't slip screen him, make sure you have a, a have a draw package in the game. He goes draw, gets him up field, gets the ball in behind him, and he and he said. So he says,
1: and that's something the Cowboys have done well this they year. They they've yeah. had
2: to deal with a hand the ball, and he he thinks handing the ball to Pollard, right. is has right. really, been really good, very good. At know, that. So like you're going to drop back, get the rush up the field, hand it inside, and then attack you know, attack those Sleep. lanes and stuff like that. It's got to be a Pollard game, man. Yeah, okay, and he said uh, another couple things real quick before I get out of here. He says the, the the quick drop back passing game, he said one step, two step, ball gone. One step, two step, ball gone. He says that they play a lot. He called it post zone, which is just single high, single high safety. He says split zone is the cover two. He says you know what they're going to play. He, he says you're either going to get cover two, cover one. That's what they do every single time. So have plays ready for those one-step, two-step, get rid of the football in that passing game, whether it's the outs, the slants, and stuff like that, because they're going to give you, they're going to give you uh, off coverage, the zone coverage, and stuff like that. The final thing is if you have to have a quarterback, he says this is what's great about Dak. He says if you have a quarterback that can extend plays and get out of the pocket and throw the ball, that's a problem for them because of the way they play their coverage. Absolutely. So Dak on the move. Dak outside, Dak running, Dak throwing on the move. We saw that with what he was able to do with Schultz, throw the ball back inside, you get the touchdowns right there. So those are some Bam. of my thoughts for my uh, guy that played the San Francisco 49ers this year.
1: Throw it down, big man. There he is, Brian Barnes. Out of breath. Sorry about that. Getting it done. Okay. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. We'll have uh, some NBA news coming up at about 3.40. Talk about everything revolving around the Mavs as well. We will discuss how these teams are different compared to last year coming up 3.20. Kevin Burkhart, play-by-play announcer on Fox for the game coming up Sunday evening, is next in The Nation.